Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode, oh my, we've got a busy one. We start with a little bit of basketball talk, surprisingly enough. Yes, in the middle of this rivalry week. And then we talk with Josh Pate of Late Kick Live with Josh Pate, of course. And then, oh my goodness gracious, what a fun third segment. It's Name That Hyped Up Michigan Team. Oh, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, you beautiful, beautiful Spartan fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Spartans. That's right, your team every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And first and foremost, just wanted to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, this is where I usually tease today's show, but actually, no, I'm so excited about tomorrow's that I want to just start pimping that out really quick before we get into what we're going to do today. Tomorrow, uh, yeah, we've got Jarrell Worthy. You already knew that. We also have uh, maybe just the governor of the state of Michigan hopping on. That's right. Michigan State grad Gretchen Whitmer will be joining us tomorrow. And then we're also maybe probably going to get one more guest that is uh, very relevant in this rivalry as well, but I don't want to jinx anything and say his name, so I'll just keep that under wraps for now. So, yeah, I guess I should talk about today's show, though. Um, yep, we got Josh Pate on of uh, Late Kick with Josh Pate. Uh, awesome conversation with him in segment two. And then at the very end, yes, it's name that hyped up Michigan team slash quarterback. Uh, yes, one of my favorite people on Twitter reached out and said, hey, I have a segment idea. Okay, blindly, uh, I agree. Whatever it is, yeah, we're going to do it. So that's what he uh, walked in with. And my goodness gracious, uh, it was a hoot and a half. So yeah, long third segment, but you guys will enjoy it. It was a a very fun game show to play. Uh, And before we get to any of that, though, Need you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And uh, also, yeah, before we talk football, w- w- bas- basketball talk? We're going to do basketball talk right now? Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, despite what is going to be happening on Saturday in East Lansing between the Wolverines and the Spartans, um, no, there's there's basketball back in our lives. And it comes to the tune of a 92-58 to Michigan State victory over the Ferris State Bulldogs. That's right. Suck it, Ferris State. That's all we own you. No. um, Listen, this was a game that was going to be over before it really started. Um, I know that there's a percentage of me, a minuscule percentage of me, that still gets freaked out by what happened in 2007 against Grand Valley State. But as the years go on, and oh, God, it's been 14 years at this point. Jesus. Oh, my God. That was my freshman year of high school. I'm old now. Sorry, just having a crisis right now. While I record. Um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. As time passes on, these exhibition games are, uh, they are what they are. Exhibition games. You don't have to worry about them. And th- this one was never in doubt. Listen, I'm not going to take any super hard concrete takeaways from this game here, but, uh, you know, there are some storylines, of course. And one is, well, what was the starting lineup going to be? Izzo said that he has his seven guys, his eight guys that he will go into battle with. And yes, tonight or rather last night when you're listening to this podcast, uh, the Spartans did have 11 guys go into double-digit minutes. Uh, Again, that's exhibition life, baby. So one of the storylines, though, that was intriguing for us was who's the starting lineup going to be. And you could figure what it was going to be, but now it looks definitive for now. And for good reason, they all did what they had to do tonight. Starting at guard, Tyson Walker. 
You have true freshman Max Christie. You also got Gabe Brown, Joey Hauser, and Marcus Bingham to round out the starting five. Solid. So, of course, I mean, it was going to be contested. All right, who's going to be the guy at point guard? Is it going to be A.J. Hogarth or Tyson Walker? And we got to see glimpses of why Tyson Walker is going to be that guy going into the season. Yes, he was a very coveted transfer that a lot of big-time programs wanted to see on their team. And why is that? Well, okay, he was a solid shooter. And also, my goodness gracious, we saw this, this guy's got some Spartan dog in him, baby. That's right. Uh, nice defense, just hands in the face of any player that was across from him. And again, I can't stress this enough. Yes, it was Ferris State, a fine program. Not for Division One Michigan State, though. But yeah, I mean, listen, everything's going to be looked at rationally here. Um, with that said, uh, Max Christie probably going to be your National Player of the Year. Uh, top three draft pick. For, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, but on, on a serious note, one of the second storylines here is, well, who's going to step up for this team slash how good is Max Christie going to be? And uh, oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Yeah. All right, kid. I see you. Um, I'm going to work backwards on the box score right now. Uh, three steals. Yes. Love that. Four rebounds. Uh, five for seven shooting for 17 points uh, in all in 19 minutes of play. The reason I start backwards is because, yeah, he's lauded for his shooting. You know, the kid was a five-star, true freshman, coming out of Boilingbrook, Illinois, uh, known for his, uh, yeah, shooting, but man, he was all over the place. So as the car just whizzes by my window, my goodness gracious. Um, Yeah, so Max Christie, that's definitely something that you could be excited about. And that kind of ties into what, I, this is so just <laughs> random, I guess is a, for lack of a better term, but... Over the offseason, whenever Izzo's speaking, whether it be at media day or right after it was found out that his Spartans were not ranked in the AP Top 25 preseason poll, Izzo seemed to always have like kind of like a smirk to him, you know? like Kind of like he knew that something was up. Like he knew something that other people did not know. And I think that we're starting to see why, perhaps. Uh, Max Christie, yeah, listen, five-star kid from high school like straight out of high school consensus top 20 recruit it, it goes without saying that you expect some good things from him but oh my goodness gracious could could it even be higher than our expectations that we've already set out for this five star one exhibition against a division two school down yeah i mean okay sure i'll, I'll start drinking that kool-aid yeah no doubt uh tyson walker looking to be a a plus transfer yeah okay let's get it popping uh gabe brown still a freak athlete um, Joey Hauser, okay, listen, hey, four for seven shooting, nine points, uh, four assists, six rebounds. Listen, uh, Joey Hauser was a kid that started the year great last year, and it was such a wonky COVID year. And, I, you know, I, I know that he won't make the excuse, and I'm not in the business of making excuses, but if it's going to sound like that, then well, that's just what it is. But I think he really could have benefited from maybe a non-COVID year, a long off-season. This is something we talked about at the end of last year when it came to Joey Hauser. It's like, oh my goodness gracious, my man seems burnt out. He seems just at a loss right now. He just he needs to get out of this COVID bubble, take a break, come back, and rediscover who he is. And yes, I'm not anointing him as completely back right now, but that is going to be one of the early storylines that I'm going to be fascinated and locked in on. And also be talking about on this here podcast uh, for the, at least the first couple of weeks is just seeing if we can get the Joey Hauser that we expected to start this season in. Hey, I, okay. F first and foremost, yeah. Um, fine against Fair State, which, yeah, that's all we really want out of fine. Um, nothing to be really alarmed at. I mean, 
Okay, if you really want me to reach here, uh, Jason Whitens, he went down with an ankle injury. Okay, obviously it sucks. Um, I, I'm not sure how much of a long-term effect it's going to have on the team, but... Um, yeah, but with that said, like, because we could talk about all these second guys that got to play, or, like, way deep, not second guys, but way deep on the bench guys, like Davis Smith, uh, Peter Nwok, uh Michael Peterson, that's right, the Fair State transfer, Michael Peterson. They all got some good runs tonight, but, listen, at the end of the day, the Champions Classic, for example, or when you get into the early start of Big Ten play, which I swear starts earlier and earlier every year, yeah, it is going to be that tight bench, the seven people, eight players, so, yeah, I mean, one more thing to keep looking at, I guess, as we go into our next ex- exhibition, which will be next Thursday. Yes, a nice eight-day break between basketball games is, yeah, just, you know, how the freshmen are going to be. I, I mean, it seems pretty clear that Gabe Brown's going to be a guy this year. That Marcus Bingham will be one of the top players this year. But also, you know, Jaden Akins, I mean, he went out one for six shooting. Okay, not the end of the world, whatever. Pierre Brooks... I mean, yeah, it looks pretty clear he'll be a work in, pro- in progress, but kind of expected that. I don't think that's necessarily a terrible thing because, once again, I'll say it for, what, the 19th time this segment? It's, yeah, I think Izzo already has the seven, eight guys going into the season, and anything else you get out of anyone else, that's all gravy, baby. So, yeah, hey, wow, that was uh, that was weird, huh? Talk about basketball? My goodness gracious, yeah, I'm sorry I've neglected that sport for so long, but, um, it's it's two things. One, when your football team is seven and zero and doing exciting things, that's worth talking about constantly. I think. And number two, and this is selfish. Hand up. I, I, this is a selfish move on my part. Last year was just so exhausting and just so mentally draining that I I needed every minute of this off season. So yeah, I apologize for neglecting basketball here for a little bit. And one more thing before I cut it to a break here is, if not for nothing, this team will be fun. I mean, there's there's some young guys on the team. There's some guys that are already established that could take another step forward. And uh, best of all, hey, baby, sometimes it doesn't suck being unranked. Uh, you're, you're not playing with house money, but you're here to surprise people. And I think this will be a really enjoyable team to watch. Um, don't get me wrong. This will all fly out the window the first time you lose a Big Ten game and I come on these airwaves just screaming my head off like a lunatic. But, uh, yeah, no, this will be a, this will be a fun team. I think this will be a refreshing start to the season based on where we uh, well left last season in the last few months. So that's that's what we got for you guys. And we will be back in a hot second with Josh Pate of the Late Kick Show with Josh Pate. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about Sweat Block Wipes. Yes, that's right, guys. We've been talking about Sweat Block Wipes for quite some time now. And if uh, if you're like me, yeah, you're gonna get nervous for every single Michigan State football and basketball game. But If you're not like me, you're going to be sweating. I am not doing that any longer thanks to Sweat Block Wipes. That's right, the doctor-recommended, doctor-created product. Uh, That's right, that works up to seven days per use. I was talking with the uh, Locked on Hawkeye uh, host over there, Andrew Wade. Works on him for nine to ten days, so yeah, that's right. Uh, Now what it is, well, if, uh, if you do the weekly routine like I do, you give it an old swipe on Monday. You are good to go the rest of the week. That's right. Saturday game days, yeah, full of nerves, but not full of sweat any longer. And on the crazy chance that, yeah, okay, you do sweat a little bit, Sweat Block has the dry shirt guarantee. That's right. They will give you your hard-earned money back. And it's not just for armpits. It's really wherever you sweat. Chest, back, feet, hands, anywhere. Anywhere. Not like anywhere. Go go for it, guys. Um, And... 
go for this too. How about a promo code at sweatblock.com? Yes, if you go to sweatblock.com, smash in promo code locked on, and that's going to get you 20% off your order. That's right, guys. One more time, that's sweatblock.com for 20% off with promo code locked on. And also, I need to talk to you fine folks about McDonald's. Uh, this episode of Lock on Spartans is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Now, McDonald's has always been more than a place to get tasty, affordable food. It is a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. A place where classmates meet up for a study group, knowing that they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Or, personal story, if uh, you're a local high school sports reporter and you need some Wi-Fi, got the amount of uh, McDonald's I visited in the greater thumb area of Michigan, I think I've hit every one at least 10 times during my time working. Uh, back at local high school sports coverage. So, yeah, McDonald's near and dear to my heart. Also worked there for three years at the end of high school, early college. And, yeah, it really is a place where... Everyone gets together, whether it be the same group in the morning or uh, the local high school gets out on a half day and all of a sudden, oh my god, we've got 400 screaming teenagers here. Someone please help. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a solid spot for everyone to meet. So, head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did someone say Locked on Spartans watch party? Oh, <laughs> that's right, guys. McDonald's serving communities since 1965. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. And last thing before we get to Josh Pate, thank you so much for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available wherever you get your podcast. College game day will be in East Lansing. Fox's big noon kickoff pregame show will be in East Lansing. Barstool Sports is going to be in Lansing, but they are all playing the undercard to the one, the only, Josh Pate of 24-7 Sports Late Kick Live with Josh Pate, and he joins us right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Josh, how you doing, man? Doing okay? I'm good. I feel like we're under the radar, though. I feel like with all the hubaloo, I don't know if that's a big word up there, but it is where that's I'm good. from. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of sneaking into the town, and, you know, we want to we want to steal the shine on game day, and really what we want to do is just let the game steal the shine. But we're really looking forward to being up there, man. I've never been – I'm trying to check my memory. I don't think I've been to the state of Michigan. Certainly have not been to Michigan State. And so I was looking at this game like three weeks ago, as most of you started to, and started saying, well, if this happens, and if that happens, and if this over here happens, that's going to be undefeated against undefeated. And sure enough, we got it. So, I mean, talk to us about your day coming up in East Lansing. Are you going to be in one set place? Or are you going to be bebopping around? I mean, what's, what's the, the game plan for you and the team when you get up here? Well, here's how it works. So uh, Friday sometime during the day, I'll fly up there. Now, we haven't settled that because uh, we may have something that we have to do down here at home base that morning. Ah. So sometime Friday, I'll get up there. But with these noon kickoffs, uh, what happens is we do live shots. I'll do several live hits with CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. So I'll probably be in the building, I don't know, 9, 8 a.m., something like that. And um, so after that, sometimes there's a little bit of downtime where I can walk out into the tailgate areas. Sometimes there's not. It just really depends on how our morning schedule is working. So I will not even know the answer to the question you just asked me about me until like, uh, until like two hours before kickoff. And so first time to Michigan, obviously we got this huge matchup going on. Like, I mean, broad question here, but what are you most excited for with either coming up to East Lansing or just, you know, tuning in for a top five game or I'm sorry, top 10 game between undefeated rivals. Well, so what I call it is sort of the recalibration of expectations. I've tried to 
come up with the fanciest phrase that I can that I can kind of market as my own this week. But I was looking right before I did my own show tonight, I was looking at the preseason win totals for these two teams. Michigan's was eight. I want to say Michigan State was like four or something like that. Yeah. So yep. the point is they both they both drastically overachieved relative to those numbers, especially Michigan State. But now what happens, and I've seen it happen before, is when a team starts to overachieve, you get to a certain point, and it's around this time, it's right around Halloween, where everyone recalibrates. And they no longer mm-hmm. care what the preseason expectation was. We're going to redefine it. And now it's, can we make a playoff? Can we make the Big Ten championship game? Can we go 10 wins, 11 wins? And it's not fair, obviously, to the coaching staff. But <laughs> right. what happens is someone has to lose, and maybe you lose one more game or something like that, or, or maybe you finish 9-3, and three, and all of a sudden you got folks upset. And it's like you wish you could shake them by the shoulders and say, hey, buddy, do you remember what you would have said in August if I told you you were going nine and three? And so I'm excited to be a part of I'm, – I'm excited to be a part of that entire environment before anyone has fallen short of even the most lofty of expectations. Everyone's still undefeated. And I also – I'm excited anytime I get to go into a new environment because I grew up in the South, and I got to go to a bunch of you know, great venues – throughout my childhood and obviously early professional years, but it is so exciting for me anytime I get to go out of the South and I get to get to a new place and see a new game that I haven't seen before. That's awesome. I'm glad at least one person is going to be in East Lansing and just like genuinely all excited because I think both fan bases are just nervous balls of energy that are just very anxious right now. So that's good. At least you'll be up there enjoying the time, 100% pure uncut happiness. So that's good. Someone up there has got to do it. Um. I love the recalibration of expectations. And there's another term or acronym you dropped on your show tonight, and it was B-O-B, and it pertains to this game. Do you care to take us to school right now and tell us what you mean by that and how it will fill in for this game? Yeah, well, it's something – I mean, it's not revolutionary in concept. I just wanted an acronym for it. It's just yeah, bounce sure. your ball. But back in the day, like when I first started really paying attention to football, I would notice – that these huge games were hinging and swinging on the most random bounces of the ball, literally a bounce off the ground of the ball in some cases, but a bounce of ball play, it could just be a fumble, whether it bounces towards you or not. But I'll tell you what it also is. It's a defensive lineman getting his hand up in front of like a a Cade McNamara pass, and it gets tipped up in the air. Well, does it fall into the hands of your linebacker, or does it just fall to the ground and they live to play another down? That kind of stuff is totally random. The bounce of a ball, where a ball goes when it's tipped up in the air, it's totally random. And yet, as we all know, in games that have as low a margin for error as this kind of matchup does, it could literally affect whether you win or lose. And so this is a Bob game. It is a Like Georgia-Florida doesn't appear to be a Bob game. This looks like a Bob game, pure low margin for error, bounce of ball here or there. And what you want to do, and it's a lot easier said than done, you I love that gun. Great acronym. Sorry. Go on. Yeah, well, well here's, what would be, here's what would be great. Like, especially for the folks in green and white, it would be great if you had a double-digit lead. It's kind of like in baseball. Like, I'm watching the World Series right now. You've seen countless times one bad call from an umpire. You feel like it cost you a game. Well, the way to circumvent that is don't ever allow the game to be put in the umpire's hands. And in football, don't ever allow the game to be in a fourth-quarter situation where it hinges on one bounce. Uh, like I said, easier said than done because it is very hard to get margin in games like these. God, love that. Not, not, not only the acronym, but also the very thorough explanation. And, yeah, I mean, you're, you're bang on with that. I would just be jazzed by double-digit leads because, yeah, it's nice little insurance. Um, so what is 
something that you like about MSU this year? That's just such a lazy question, but as we get closer to kickoff, like I'm more wound up and I just want to hear something nice about us from a national writer like yourself. So what, what do you like most about the Spartans uh, going into this game? So I was, it's funny, you were talking about the show earlier tonight. And oftentimes, the best stuff I ever say, it just kind of randomly comes out of my mouth. So tonight I'm talking about the difference in styles between Michigan and Michigan State. And I, you know, I've said before, it's kind of quicksand versus quick strike. I've said that before, when it's different styles of play clashing. Mm-hmm. But what I started to think about as I was like mid-sentence with Michigan State is how many popcorn droppers can they produce, can they generate in this game? Because Michigan does not have the explosive play, either side of the ball, kind of the explosive play capability like Michigan State does. Michigan State is far more likely to pop you for 50-plus yards through the air or 50-plus yards on the ground or a game-changing you know, play off the edge defensively that forces a fumble and turns the ball over, those are popcorn droppers. Those are the kinds of things that when they happen, you realize immediately, oh, my, the game just swung. Whereas Michigan is 13 plays, 75 yards, and six and a half minutes. That's how they pop you. That's not a popcorn dropper, though. And so it's, I think it's pretty lazy, but I've seen some of these takes this week already of uh, my brethren on the national level. Well, you know, these two teams, they play very similar. They want to do the same thing. About the only thing that's right in that statement is they both want to win. So, yes, they yep. do both want to win. But they're going about things uh, in a fairly different way. And so with Michigan State, th- that's what I'm interested in because you can have all the popcorn dropper ability you want, but that's a high-risk, high-reward scenario because if it's not working out for you early in the game, Michigan is totally cool with allowing those critical factors to tilt. And I think the worst place Michigan State could be is come halftime, if you're looking at 44 plays versus 22 plays or something like that, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that it doesn't kill you by halftime, but you have in the back of your mind that voice that's saying, this does not bode well for the fourth quarter. That seems like a reality. All right. But uh, <laughs> before I get you out the door here, first of all, just – Thanks a lot for your time, man. I really do appreciate it, especially in this busy week. Um, do you have a prediction, though? Or I know that you are a, a, a gambling man. Uh, at least on your show, you give picks. Do you have a best pick for this game, too, if not a prediction? Yeah, so I ended up rolling with Michigan State plus the points. Because what I kept going back to is I kept going back to that big play ability. And there were a couple of times early in the year where Michigan was just running all over folks. And it looked like they were never going to have to have any versatility to their offense. Well, of course, that can't last. And so Mm -hmm. they ended up having some folks not shut them down, but limit them on the ground. And they did show enough versatility. The thing about that style of play is it's so susceptible to even when you win, having like a really, really close final score. And so you've got so many more, I think, opportunities if you're on the Michigan State side of things. They could, of course, just win outright. But I think there are also some scenarios here where even if Michigan were to pull this out, it's, it's well under that four-and-a-half-point number. So I'm going to give myself the whole Michigan State wins possibility or they lose close possibility. I went with Michigan State plus four-and-a-half. Eh, I'll take that. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll accept that as a, as a good answer here. But, hey, Josh, on a real note, thank you so much for joining me, man. Where can the fine folks find you if they want to reach out to you on Twitter and see where on earth you're going to be on Saturday? Yeah, it's, it's actually the best place to be is following on the social channels. It's at Late Kick Josh. Uh, Twitter's going to be great, but I'll tell you, I'm so blessed to be able to go to these games and have the kind of access that I have. Uh, and I use it on Instagram 
if you look at that story of mine on Saturdays, you'll see some things there. You, I can promise you, you won't see anywhere else because no one has the access I do. Uh, and I'm thankful they give me that access. But if you're following specifically on that Instagram account Saturday at late kick, Josh, just keep an eye on that story. Cause there'll be a lot of things from a different vantage point. Uh, sometimes it's maybe up a tunnel outside a locker room. Sometimes it's just on the sideline. Sometimes it's in a press box, but it's a lot of really cool stuff that I get to see. And I used to always be fascinated by what that world was like. And so I try and bring it to as many people as possible. Awesome, man. Josh, lo- love your work on uh, Late Night and obviously loved uh, having you on this show. So, hey, uh, enjoy Michigan, Michigan State. And, yeah, hey, welcome to East Lansing early. I know you're not here yet, but pre uh, predetermined welcome to East Lansing. I appreciate it, brother. Feels like home already. Huge thanks to Josh for joining us on Lockdown Spartans. Uh, yes, yeah, super busy guy, obviously, but also just a fantastic guy to talk to. So really, really stoked that he was able to uh, you know take a little bit of time out of his busy schedule to fit us in before he heads up to East Lansing. Um, we will be back in a hot second with Name That Hyped Michigan Team. This one is a fun one. Uh, but first, I need to talk to you fine folks about rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, oh, does your Equinox need a Equinox Boogleflarber? I don't know, man. I'm not good with car parts. I can only name the three car parts that are in this ad read. I'm just not a car person at all. But luckily, the fine folks at Rock Auto are car people, and they are here to help you guys by saving 30 50, even 100% uh, more for the same car part that the chain store or car dealership would sell upsell you on. That's right. Uh, like I said, Rock Auto, family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every single customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, and gas pedals. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com and also we ain't done talking about websites that uh enhance your life because i'm talking about betonline.ag right now baby that's right betonline.ag we're back and we're better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props odds and lines than ever before BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the football and basketball action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just smash in promo code Locked On. that's one word, Locked On to receive that 50% welcome bonus. From basketball to football to baseball postseason, NHL, Boxing, UFC, don't forget golf, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts. All right, let's start up. Name that hyped up Michigan team. Let's go. When one of your favorite Twitter followers. No, hold on. Let me start that over. Okay. When one of your favorite Twitter follows, there we go. How about that? Now we're rolling. Uh, DMs you and says, I have a segment idea. You blindly agree to it. You just say yes. And so now joining me is Maddie May. Yes. Pound for pound. Probably the funniest guy on Twitter that is out there in the Michigan State universe. He is joining us today with a segment that he's going to tell us about, I think. And yeah, Maddie, take it away, man. 
Thanks, Matt. Uh, you flatter me too much. Uh, and now folks will be very disappointed when they see my actual Twitter feed. But um, first off, I just got to say what an honor it is to be on the show. Uh, Kirk Cousins, sure. Benny Fowler, Anthony Ayani, and now me. Um, I just have yep. a question for Mount you. Uh, are you out of guests? And is yeah. that why I made yeah. it on yeah. the show? Uh, fresh out of guests. Yeah, I've blown through all of our NIL money, too. Uh, I can't no longer pay anyone to show up. Uh, so, yeah, I, yes. In, okay. in short, yes. yes. Okay, yes. that's that's yes. fine, and I accept that. I'll internalize that. But um, anyway, okay, so <laughs> jokes aside, um, now, Matt, I, I'd say there are a few guarantees in this world. You'd probably agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are sunsets, sunrises, death, taxes. Sure. And preseason Michigan hype. And it's one of the great seasons of our year as Spartan fans where uh, our lovely media pounds the drums and lets us know that as rival fans, this is definitely for sure Michigan's year and that Harbaugh will finally do it. We don't know whether Mm -hmm. it's Big Ten wins, beating Ohio State, or winning just that that coveted national championship. So just to add a bit of levity to the so-called hate week, um, we're going to play a little game I like to call Name That Hype. So let's go. Are you <laughs> let's ready? go. So, so simple rules. I'm going to just read you a few quotes regarding a specific Wolverine season and their preseason mm-hmm. ranking. And you have to guess what season these quotes are referring to. And we're going to do three rounds and there's going to be a little bit of a lightning round at the end. And uh, Oh, God. I guess as a caveat to uh, any, uh, if you have any Michigan listeners or anything like that, I do realize that I spent an hour uh, or two or three (laughs) scouring old articles about the University of Michigan. So if you do want to uh, call me out on being obsessed, uh, you're Mm -hmm. very much allowed to. However, on on the flip side, they are listening to a Michigan State podcast. So it's technically a wash. Doesn't count. Yeah, you can, and I'll I'll accept yep. it. That's fine. But that being said, it said, Matt Sheehan, are you ready to play name? <sighs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Showtime. Okay. Question one. Oh God. This team's preseason rank was eleven. Okay. This is the quote. What are the chances Michigan makes the playoffs? Michigan's going to get the job done. Florida and Arlington, Michigan State, at Penn State, at Wisconsin, and Ohio State. Can this Michigan team really be 4-1 and one at worst? Not including dangerous games at Indiana and maybe at Maryland. Yeah, the team will be better than everyone expects. It'll split oh, the Penn State and Wisconsin games and finally, finally get the job done against Ohio State before beating the Badgers in the Big Ten Championship. Matt Sheehan, name that okay. Wow. Okay, so that game that we are referring to for the Ohio State, it was at Ohio State, and it was home against Michigan State. Is that what I'm getting here? Uh, it did not say that in the clue. It just said Michigan State. Ah, uh, son of a – okay. All right. Um. Okay, I, why do I feel like that Florida game was in 2017? I think, like, didn't, like – Tariq Black go for 600 yards or something like that, and everyone lost their mind. Oh, boy. Give me – I'm going to start off this party with the 2017 Michigan Wolverines coming off of a year where they 
got oh so close to making the college football playoff. 2017, yeah. final answer. Final answer, final answer. All right. Oh my That's goodness. correct. In 2017, right, Michigan went eight and five that year. Uh, of those five teams mentioned that they said at worst they could go four and one, they actually went <laughs> one and four, only oh, beating tough. Florida. And they went on to lose to a South Carolina team without an offensive coordinator. They finished unranked. Yeah, that's, that's right. Gracious. Wow. Fun times. Right. Wow. So you're, you're one and oh. Okay. It's time for I, question I, two. Showtime. Matt Sheehan, are you ready to name that hype? I think I am. Yeah, I've already gotten one more than I thought I'd get here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty high right now. Yeah. Okay, this one, this one's a little different. It has three clues. Okay. Three different quotes. All right. Preseason rank, 16. 16, okay. Quote one. There's no coaching staff in America that teaches the game like Jim Harbaugh. Michigan football is a top 10 program perennially. He will get more out of a team than anyone else in America. Wow. Blue wow. Two. Okay. He's just now adjusting offensively. Clue three. Okay. This may be Jim Harbaugh's best Michigan team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 That last quote rings a, a, a loud bell for me, I believe, because it came from one of my favorite people I love to hate. Uh, Joel Klatt and the clues beforehand. Okay. Offensively, they're going to get it done. Like they just brought in Josh Gaddis recently. And then also talking about how they're always in the top 10. It's got to be last year's team. It has to be the 2020 team because after the Minnesota game, Joel Klatt said that this is Jim Harbaugh's best Michigan team before they surely they went like undefeated the rest of the year. Right. Yeah, give me the 2020 team. Give me the 2020 oh, team. 2020. That's a that's give him the horn. Give him the oh, horn. That's great. Let's go. Let's go. Pop Dude, the champagne. Let's go, go. man. Yeah, in 2020, shortly after these statements by uh, Joel Klatt, number 13 Michigan was upset by an unranked MSU team led by Rocky Lombardi, 27 oh, to 24. That's right. They went on to go two and four on the season, including two canceled games, one of which was against Ohio State, finishing unranked. Ooh, that was tough. great, man! Wow, you you. Uh, you you got the magic. Can he go three and zero though? Probably not. Probably not. But hey. we'll try. We'll try. Yep. All right, Matt Sheehan, are you ready to name that hype? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Here, bet for the right. cycle. Let's do it. Question three: Preseason rank unranked. Okay. Clue one: Sorry, Michigan State fans. But Michigan is already better than your team, too. Wow. At least your team has a roster full of injuries that you can use to explain away what's going to happen this Saturday. <laughs> oh, man. I think I already know what this is. <laughs> this is great. Uh, clue, clue two, please, please. Clue two. Harbaugh is the number one coach in football because he's the only guy that has had success at both levels. No other guy can say that, right? Urban can't say that because he never went. Nick Saban can't. Steve Spurrier can't say that. Bobby Petrino can't say that. He's the guy. Everywhere he's been, they've won. And clue three, uh, which has a little bonus at the end after after this, is uh, Jim Harbaugh is the type of coach where he'll beat you with your players or his players. It don't matter because he's going to outcoach you. 
Matt Sheehan, name that hype. I wish I remember who said any of those quotes because every one was more baffling than the last one. Um, what situation would you ever be in where you're playing with the other team's players? Anyway, I digress. Uh, oh, th- this all rings loudly of the first season of hype, doesn't it? Like, and I believe that was the 2015 season. Is, is that correct? I, I I feel like I just went three for three. Did I not? You just went three for three. Congratulations. Let's go. Let's, go. Was, Let's go. God. That was incredible. And uh, yes, the answer. Whoa. Little bit of coaching mistake uh, as Jim misses the gunners in the final punt formation and has it blocked, setting up Jalen Watts Jackson to achieve <laughs> Spartan immortality. And just a fun little note on that third clue was uh, uh, the ever so lovely Desmond Howard. Um, and they had game day. I, I did not realize they had game day uh, in 2015, or I, I guess I forgot, but. Um, he, Desmond Howard also went on to say that MSU had nothing to do with game day. It was earned by Michigan playing good football. See, that's uh, Michigan perfect. was 4-1 at the time as MSU was undefeated. That, um, I love that. Yes. Also weird during that interview, uh, they talked about how Charles Woodson picked off Peyton Manning that season, and I felt old. And that, was, that is that was not relevant to this millennium, but okay. Thank you Desmond, for your contributions. All right, sweet. Good. All right. So you first off, congratulations. You made it three. Thank three. you. As you enter uh, to our next segment, um, how do you feel so far? Do you feel high? I feel like the shoe's going to drop soon. I feel like this is where I start to have blunders left and right, but I'm feeling good. And this is a great segment. So th- before we go any further, thank you very much. This is a, a hoot and a half and, Trills will go over very well with the uh, the fine listeners of Lock on Spartans. That's good. Any and all compliments are welcome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, continuing now into the lightning round. This segment is titled QB Whispers. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's going to be a who's who here. All right. Similar to the preseason hype that we did in the last round, Matt. We're going to be going over quotes about specific Michigan starting quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. I will say this is a tougher round, so I I wish you the best of luck, but it will just be one blurb per quarterback. The clue is these are all QBs during the Harbaugh era. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm scribbling down like notes right now, just like making myself a word bank. And I, I know I'm missing at least two guys. Sorry, I'm just talking out loud right now. My bad. It's okay. Are you ready? I I think so, yeah. All right. First clue. When he arrived at Michigan, his Heisman candidacy was cleared for takeoff. In this player, Coach Jim Harbaugh has a creative improviser at quarterback for the first time since he took over at U of M. God bless America. It's the one guy that I'm drawing a blank on right now. It's it's that it's that guy that came from Ole Miss, five star recruit, and then couldn't even get like a practice squad tryout with the Lions after he graduated. What was his name? Why am I blanking right now? I know I know I know, I know he did okay against Michigan State. Oh my God! I, I why am I blanking on his name right now? It, it's 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 the Ole Miss transfer. Son of a, what's wrong with me? I'm uh, it. Did you give up? I'm giving up. I'm waving the white flag. I've got like six names written down, and that's not one of them for some reason. I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Oh, Matt. It's Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson. Yes, Shea Patterson. What is wrong with me? Oh, my God. Oh, you hate to see it. You were flying so high, and you got no. too close to the sun. 
I knew the shoe was going to fall eventually. Yeah, Patterson got me, of course, of all of all players. That's that's the one I couldn't come up with. That's Great. okay. Next, it's not okay, but okay. Michigan has had some decent quarterback play under Harbaugh, but it looks like this player could provide more than that. It's too early to say he'll break the Big Ten title drought, or even if he's a definitive upgrade. But Saturday was very encouraging. And the sky is the limit for such a smart, composed player with his talent under center. Okay, so Rudock was there too early to talk about finally snapping the drought, I believe. Spate, I don't think he ever had that much sizzle to be talked about like that. However, one of my favorite players of all time, John O'Corn. Could it have been him? Could it have been John O'Corn, one of my favorite Michigan players of all time? Final answer. You're 0 for 2. This is I don't have I don't have a uh, opposite horn sound effect because I'm using my 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 phone, so it's just going to be crickets for you. When, sure, when, yes, that's even worse. No, <laughs> that's, no, I'm that's, sorry, that's even... but, but oh, you know man. that's that's part of the game, and that's why we're doing the lightning round. We'll keep going, power through this. Keep oh, a relentless man. attitude and mindset, Matt. You have two more. You can redeem yourself. Do do I get to know who the quarterback was, or do I find out at the end? Oh, I'm sorry, that was Joe Milton. God, Joe Milton. Okay. Recent transfer to Tennessee. That's hilarious. That composure is what they earmarked on him for his great play. That's the sky is the limit, Matt. And the sky is continuing (laughs) off in Tennessee with the volunteers. Sure. Absolutely. Great game against Bama last week. I don't Mm. think he took a single snap, but yeah. Continuing. Crap. You have two more questions. Yeah. You got this. Okay. All right. The quote. Mm -hmm. We don't know who Michigan's starting quarterback is going to be in this year. Based on Heisman odds, it seems sportsbooks are putting their money on it being this player. I'm approaching this from the standpoint of the dark horse being a Michigan quarterback, whoever it is. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, This is going to be a deep cut. Uh, Northern Colorado's greatest. uh, I got to go with... McCaffrey on this one because I I faintly remember him having like preseason Heisman odds for that reason alone. I mean, yeah, give give me, give me McCaffrey, McCaffrey. Redemption. Let's go. Let's go. We're back. We are so back. Okay. Let's go. I am. I'm proud of you of pulling out of this spiral and a lot of people can do it. I I tried this quiz on a lot of different people this morning. So. Well, (laughs) perfect. Wow. I, I can pull out McCaffrey, but I can't pull out Shea Patterson. That's uh, and, awesome and that's right okay because we forget the losses. <laughs> exactly, that's right. That's what uh, years of drinking does. Maddie. Always forward Let's go. facing. Always forward that's right. facing. That's right. All right. Final question. All right, I've got five more names written down. All right. Oh man, well, that's a twenty percent chance. Yeah, I'm gonna need it. Are you ready, Matt Sheehan? I think so. I think so. This player was doing things you don't even see all NFL quarterbacks do consistently. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Going through progressions, releasing the ball swiftly, and consistently throwing accurate passes aren't traits that come easy. This player looked like he had it. I'm doing air quotes for the audience. Oh, my God. Whoever said that really outdid themselves with this one. Oh, my Oh shoot! Okay, I already, I already okay. We already went through Milton. I don't think you'd do that twice. Uh, I'm oh boy, I I might be going back down John O'Corn Boulevard right now uh, because I, 
Spate couldn't have been that highly talked about at any point in his career. Peters, I don't think he ever had the chance to. Rudock, they're saying Rudock had it. No, I could at least see for like two non-conference games that John O'Corn would have it. Give me, God, give me John O'Corn. 20% shot at it, 20% shot. I'm, I'm leaving McNamara's All right, name 20% shot. 20% shot. 100% right. Let's go. Whoa, let's go. John O'Corn, baby. That's the let's ultimate go. comeback story. Wow. Okay. You know what? I'm happy with 50% there in the lightning round. I'm happy with 50%. All right. Wow. Well, fantastic. I mean, you got uh, you got five out of nine or five out of seven. Oh, I can't count today. Uh, five that's out fine. of seven. Uh, that's incredible. You know, I don't know the percentage, but uh, something. I think you did pretty well. And I think you're good at naming that hype. Congratulations. Dude, you're even better at hosting this. That, that, that was a blast, man. I, I was the, channeling the my inner Regis. I, I, I will tell you is that it's a lot easier to create suspense with the with the music playing. But um, Absolutely, but, sure. But yeah, that was uh, those were all the little blurbs I found in uh, you know, in three hours of uh, Googling <laughs> Michigan, Michigan 2017, Michigan. So um, but yeah, so that, that, that that's the uh, there's no prize also. I, I okay, it, but I think the prize is pride and um, maybe just a little, little, little bit of laughs here and there. The it, it was pride and also the, the complete honor of talking with you finally. Oh, well, Never, you know, it, like I mean, I that's said, absolutely the honor, the honor is all mine to, to be unlocked on. But we're having an, an honor off right now. I, 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 I honor it more. That's right. I, Don't make me start I, calling you a gentleman and a scholar. You son of a bitch. You, you wouldn't be, no, don't, don't, don't you dare. Not for a second. <laughs> well, that was it. I, and also I just want to thank you for, for having me on the show. And uh, anytime you. you need to uh, dig up some more hype, we can even do a non Harbaugh edition and go deep cuts, but some deep cuts. Let's go, baby. Love that. No, this is, this is a blast, man. Yeah. Th- thanks a ton. Um, yeah. I would love to have you back on uh, just, even if it's not digging up hype, just, just for laughs, you know, it could be a hoot and a half. Would always be my pleasure. But um, yeah, for all the listeners out there, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter uh, or unfollow me. I, mm. you know, no guarantees on how good my timeline is, but it's uh, at Maddie May, M E H H. And yeah, once again, thanks, Sheehan, for having me and thanks for playing Name That Hype. Massive, massive thanks to my guy, Maddie, for uh, just doing all the research and hosting that fantastic game show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hell, even half as much as I did. I, that's uh, that was a hoot and a half, and he's just always like that on Twitter too. So go, uh, go give him a follow. Um, I'll tag him in this episode when I tweet out the episode. Uh, yeah, today. So yeah, go, go find him that way. Um, really quick, for signing off, guys. Thank you so much for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day. We've got, you know, this show is a little on the lawn side. We'll probably be on tap for another lawn show tomorrow. Um, I'll give you thoughts on the game. Jarrell Worthy will be joining us for a segment to talk about uh, the rivalry. I don't know if you remember the last time he was on about a year, year and a half ago, but he, he was one of my favorite guests of all time, so super pumped to have him back on. And don't want to officially name it yet because the interview hasn't taken place, but we might have a very special guest near and dear to this rivalry tomorrow. Really hope I'm not jinxing it, but yeah. If, hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How about that? And if you're looking for more Big Ten football in your life, go check out Nate Dickinson and the Locked on Big Ten podcast. That's right. Nate will uh, hold your hand and walk you through the rest of the games going on in Big Ten country. Because, yeah, they're, shockingly enough, there are more games going on this weekend than just Michigan State-Michigan. So, yeah, go check out the Locked on Big Ten podcast. 
All right, guys. Hey, we're we're almost there. We are almost to Saturday. Let's let's all get together through it. Yeah. Okay. We'll try. All right, guys. Love you all. Go green.